After 22 months of uncertainty and a necessary hiatus brought on by the pandemic, Honor Flight Chicago will take to the air once again. On August 18, we'll resume our mission of flying our vets to Washington, D.C. for their day of honor and thanks. It's a day that we and our vets have waited for with great enthusiasm. Going wheels up once again requires a lot of planning and a bit of change. Recently, we sat down with Honor Flight Chicago's co-directors, Edna Ho and Doug Meffley, to get a read on what's ahead. Well, I know on August 18th, we're gonna have some smiles early in the morning, even though uh, it's early wake up because it's wheels up. First time in 22 months. It's I been think. a long time. Yeah. There's a good deal of excitement, I know, for you two, no, right? Absolutely. I mean, we've been waiting for this day. Uh, you know, 2019 was uh, Doug in my first season with Honor Flight, and so last year was our opportunity to have a full season on our own, and then obviously that was delayed. And so this year, there's a lot of anticipation from us, from our volunteers, and from our veterans. It's so what kind of calls have you been getting from the vets? Excited calls, first and foremost. They want to know when they're flying, when they get to go. Um, and it's just been, they've been so patient throughout this whole process. And now that it's time and now that they know it's time, they're ready to go. Target for the first flight is going to be how many vets? So for the first flight, we're looking at 115 veterans. Um, this is uh, a season we're flying a larger plane, so that allows us a few more seats for our veterans. And you know, while we can't catch up to last year's numbers, it'll allow a few more veterans to get the opportunity to fly this year. Uh, so 175, as opposed to what we've flown previously, which was 143. That's what we're shooting for. So, uh, uh, and we need guardians too, right? And, and the population of Guardians has been pretty good? It's been pretty good. There are a, a number of family members who are, are eager to go with our veterans. We always have some that, that those veterans who need their family with them for, for safety reasons. And so we always have those folks on the plane. Uh, but it, it seems to us that there's a, there's a general excitement among family to, to come along that, not that it's not been there in the past, but it, coming out of the pandemic, it it, our applications for guardians is also on the rise, which is a good thing because we have more seats to fly them and it's going to make for more special days. The pandemic has necessitated certain safety precautions, certain steps that we have to take. So we are asking that everyone who's going to be flying, guardians, veterans, all be vaccinated. Tell me how that works. So up front, we are gathering proof of vaccination from all of our uh, veterans and from our guardians and, and all, every volunteer, everyone that you see at the airport or on the ground in Washington, D.C. that's wearing one of our colored polo shirts will be vaccinated. And that's to protect the veterans. Obviously, we fly senior veterans, those who are most vulnerable to, to COVID-19. So the decision was, was taken by you know, Honor Flight Chicago's board and, and by Edna and myself that we wanted to make sure that we did everything within our power to be as safe as possible. The veterans have waited so long for this trip, we don't want anything to set us back at all. So that's where we went uh, with this decision. And uh, so far, we've we've been getting uh, a, a lot of vaccination cards in, and, and you know, folks are ready. They're prepared for this. Do do the vets have to send in their vaccination card with their application, or is it checking at the door, or how is that going to work? 
Right. So we've requested that, or we've asked the veterans to submit their uh, proof of vaccination with their applications. That'll simplify things. Um, the day of the flight, uh, they shouldn't need to bring it with them. Uh, the day of the flight, we will do uh, a self-assessment to make sure that they are feeling good that day, that if there are any um, health concerns or if they're not feeling well, that that's something that we note um, before we get on the plane. But at least for right now, when their application comes in, we ask for the card. Health concerns are integral to what we do when we fly every time. So that's obviously going to be a, a, something that we watch for. It's, yeah. it's, it's something that our medical team does um, observe throughout the morning when we're at the airport to make sure that it's not just sleepiness, you know, or if it is just sleepiness that we, we determine it's that. But we make sure that the veteran is um, feeling good that day and ready for um, an exciting day for themselves. I don't think I've encountered too many sleepy veterans on the previous trips. <laughs> they're not, I'm sleepy, but they're not. They, they wake up pretty quick. The, the line for check-in is, is sometimes um, the, the faces are a little sour. And when they get that first touch on the arm or, or tap on the shoulder, the handshake and the smile and the thank you, they perk up pretty quick. It's better than coffee. Right. Well, coffee and donuts help, help, <laughs> does, help out later on, too. about itinerary for the flight it's it's unchanged right unchanged we're still going to visit the the same memorials that we visit uh, in Washington DC so, uh, which is for us we always go to the Iwo Jima Marine Corps Memorial the Air Force Memorial uh, the temple of our day the centerpiece is the World War II Memorial and we have a, a very wonderful ceremony there for all of our veterans and and especially those who who didn't make it back from the war and their comrades in arms and in their honor and memory and then from there, we will go to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial and, and the Korean War Memorial. So all of that remains unchanged. Um, we, the Smithsonian's a little slower on opening at this point uh, in terms of groups as large as ours will be. So we're hopeful to, to bring back the Udvar-Hazy Air and Space Museum. It's uh, one of the most popular stops of the day, for especially for our Air Force uh, veterans. Right. Uh, so we're hopeful to bring that back as well. Um, but at the moment, uh, everything it will be exactly as it was. Trip home and arrival at Midway remains unchanged, except that all the construction from the past is now done. And what does that mean? And you can speak to that because you were there already. <laughs> I was there, yeah. Uh, Midway is, is beautiful. They did a wonderful job with all that construction. It was worth the pain for sure. So what it means for us is more space. Uh, a return to, for the welcome homes of old that were down in baggage claim, we'll be able to be back down there again and have more space. Now with COVID, we're still gonna have to limit our crowds as we did during construction, uh, and just to, so that we can have spacing and, and we'll have everyone masked as per the, the federal guidelines. So that will be different, obviously, but it's something that we're all kind of used to anyway in, in a COVID world. Um, so. What it really allows us to do is to have all of the families of our veterans there to have the same numbers of people we had during construction, but we, we can be spaced out. So we're not shutting out those families and we can still have a really good um, celebration and, and welcome home. So if you've got a big fan, if a vet has a big family, they're all invited? 
Not necessarily all of them. We, we've had some big, there's some big there's families, some big families out there. Out there. <laughs> uh, but more than, more than just a, a couple, more than just two or four, uh, you know, we're hopeful to be able to invite uh, more grandkids and, and that type of thing. Do we have a band back in town? We will, but not necessarily no. right away. Okay. It's, it's apparently hard to play brass with a mask on. <laughs> I would imagine yeah. that would be tough. And I think that's the thing that um, our families need to be mindful of is that we have to follow the FAA policies and obviously the city's policies regarding mask wearing at the airport. So if you are coming, uh, we, they need to make sure that they are following the protocols. And so we, we, we want to make sure that the veterans are safe throughout the whole day. Volunteers during the past 22 months have been chomping at the bit to help to do anything they possibly could. And we can talk a little bit about some of the things we've done during the past almost two years. The volunteer force was not idle, did not go to sleep. They were ready and ready to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of them are saying, how can we help? What can we do to get us launched again? What are you saying to them? We're ready. We're waiting for you. I mean, the enthusiasm has been great. Um, here in the office, um, we've had our office volunteers helping us prepare um, on the administrative side. Our um, airport uh, team, um, the leadership there, they've been getting everything organized. Um, our volunteers have been signing up uh, to um, um, be notified of when it's time for them to get ready to go to the airport. Everyone's really excited right now, and um, it, it is. It's been two long years. Um, it's been. It's um, everyone's been waiting for the opportunity to honor our veterans in this way, and it's a great opportunity for everyone to see each other too. And so, um, as I say, a lot of people are very excited to be out there and to help our veterans make sure that they have uh, a great day, uh, great experience. And during the past 22 months, there were a lot of initiatives that were born of very creative ideas that you weren't sure how they were going to turn out, and they just blossomed. And one of them was signs up in, in yards, veterans' yards. Tell us how that worked out. Such a simple gesture and such a deep impact. Mm -hmm. So the thought was, right after the pandemic hit, we, we still wanted to be able to reach out and touch our veterans and, and tell them that we were thinking about them uh, and that we're still thankful for their service, even though we can't do what we do, um, what we do best. And so the idea to have yard signs on one side that says Honor Flight Chicago salutes this veteran of the war that they fought in. And then on the other side, Honor Flight Chicago salutes you, a personal message to the veteran from, from us to them. And so the veterans couldn't gather together with us at Midway, so our volunteers went to them at their homes. And these visits were more than just planting a sign and, and waving and, and walking away. It was uh, a touch point, mm -hmm. and, and stories came out, and visits extended to entire mornings or afternoons. Um, emotions. We had vets retreat back inside to come out with photo albums and um, share pictures and stories. So it, it just, we realized very quickly just how important the thank you part of our mission is. The The flight that we do is, is so beautiful and, and it takes them to, to these memorials and everyone has their own personal experience there. And it's all wrapped up in the thought of saying thank you. And that's what these signs did and, and we saw that impact. And uh, so we kept going. We initially 
had the thought to do it for those on our waiting list. We wanted to make sure that they knew that they were still there. We're, we're going to fly you. Um, and here's something in the meantime. And so we went from there to, to all of our alumni and we have over 4,000 uh, alumni who are still with us. And, and so we expanded to them too. And it's been magical. Yeah. It's a simple gesture that I am not forgotten. Uh, and that's a thank you that the last and last. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I think for the alumni, I, I had uh, the opportunity to do some deliveries. Uh, you know, I had to wrestle those away from some of our volunteers <laughs> who were so eager to right. make the deliveries. But uh, I remember one veteran, you know, I, I think I woke him up that day because uh, he had a bad night. But um, he wanted his sign there and we put it up and he called me a few days later to apologize that he was a little sleepy headed. But he was delighted. He was delighted to have that up in the community. And um, he was reminded of what we did for him on his flight day, and he was so happy. And, and it, I, he just felt prouder, I think, of obviously his, his efforts. And so it's, it's amazing, that impact, because particularly for some of our veterans, it's, it's probably been a good eight or nine years that they've flown. And it's, it's, it was such a memorable day. And this allowed them to think back at that special day uh, when our volunteers uh, arrived at their doorstep with the sign and they had the chance to reminisce and it's wonderful and we've reconnected with some of them too in that regard um, and their families you know what they tell us as far as what the day meant for dad or mom um, it's it's just a special um, a special connection and I think you know it really was great for our volunteers to realize that you know their work as well um, really has such an impact and it just keeps them going too and that's why this season is more exciting for them because we've spent the last year in such a um, unusual state of stasis if you will and mm -hmm. now the, the, you know the chance to visit some veterans and know that some of these veterans will be flying soon or have flown was a great way for them to reconnect and it's getting them excited for what's coming up this year. August 18 will be flight number 96. So next year will come flight number 100. But before then, I want to talk about Operation Her Story, which will come in October? October. October. Now tell me about that. So Operation Her Story is a, is a partnership that we entered into uh, at the beginning of, of 2020. We formally announced it in late February of 2020, and then three weeks later, the, the world shut down on us. Mm -hmm. uh, we, it, an idea that was brought to us by uh, a woman named Ginny Narsetti, who is a uh, Vietnam veteran, served over in Vietnam. And her thought was that female veterans often will relinquish their seats on these honor flights even though they're just as deserving as, as our male veterans because they don't feel like they were in harm's way like the men or they don't feel like what they did was as deserving as what the men did. Uh, or they just have other things that they would, they would rather do and, and maybe the veteran part isn't quite as much of their identity as it is for, for some of our men. And so the thought of gathering all of our women together for a flight to honor them in mass um, came up and, and we thought it was a wonderful idea. We, we've flown women throughout our history, but we know that, that there have been many that we've missed and for many of the reasons that Ginny brought up. Right. So we were excited to, to join in that partnership and now we have over 115 women from Illinois who have signed up to be a part of this special mission um, to Washington, D.C. and we'll have a special itinerary that day. We'll spend a, a significant amount of time at the Women's Memorial there at, at Arlington and it's going to be hopefully something that will spur more women 
to want to take this trip that, that they they've earned with their service so that we can thank them properly whether they there is a, a subsequent her story flight or or if they just simply fly with honor exactly flight right yeah exactly right right well you're excited right oh yes <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of work's been going on here. A lot of work's been going on. Get this ready. And there's always, you know, there are little bumps here and there that we have to encounter. But uh, when it's wheels up, it'll be a great moment. It's going to be a special Absolutely. time. Absolutely. There's going to be singing on the plane. There's, I bet there's going to be some applause. It's going to be a wonderful day. Good. Thanks, guys. That's Thank fabulous. You. Thank you. A hearty thank you to all of our dedicated volunteers for their endless hard work and to our vets for their service and sacrifice as well as their patience while we waited for a green light to fly again. As it happens, Honor Flight Chicago's August 18th flight will be the first among all the country's Honor Flight hubs to return to Washington, D.C. post-pandemic. We hope you found today's Honor Thank Inspire episode to be informative. Please consider sharing this podcast and make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. More remarkable stories of our veterans, their service, and their sacrifice are coming in the weeks and months ahead. The impact Honor Flight Chicago has on the lives of our veterans and their families is made possible by the generosity of our donors. To support our mission, to find our veteran application, to volunteer, or simply for more information, please visit us at honorflightchicago.org.